Welcome to the One Body, One Life podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wan, lifestyle physical therapist and pain relief coach. And we help business owners, healthcare workers, and professionals eliminate chronic pain and fully recover from injuries without injection, surgery, or manual therapy. And our goal for my company is to simply teach our clients how to get rid of pain by themselves and be fully independent with keeping their body strong and mobile as they age. So today I'm going to share with you why the active approach to getting rid of pain is the absolute best approach. And the active approach is the approach in which you are taking control and you have an actual active role in what happens with your health. And contrary to that, the opposite of that is what we call a passive approach. And the passive approach is where you are just the recipient of treatment and you have no control over the results of that treatment. So an analogy I like to use is having either a chauffeur drive your car versus you actually getting your own license. So imagine that everywhere that you go, even just across across states, those are longer drives, or let's say you're just driving to the grocery store. So having a chauffeur drive you everywhere actually seems pretty nice, right? So if you're like living large, you have a lot of money to spend, and you can just hire a chauffeur for wherever you go. That's pretty good because you don't have to deal with traffic. You can multitask. So it's obviously it's an easier thing to do because you don't have to steer the wheel. You don't have to brake. You don't have to do anything. You just rely on a professional chauffeur in order to drive your car and to get you from one place to another. However, the cause of this sometimes is that when you have a chauffeur, you really don't have control over things. So if he does get into a car accident, it's like you didn't really have control over that, right? So you don't know like sometimes which direction to go. Sometimes you don't really have a long-term plan. A lot of times the chauffeur is just driving you from one place to another, from A to B. But again, you do not have control over what the car is doing. So I liked personally the active approach, which is essentially like getting your own license. When you get your own license, yes, is it harder? Yes, do you have to take a test? Yes, do you have to practice over and over again? Absolutely. But the beauty of that is that when you turn on that car and when you turn on the engine is that you have control over that car. You know where you're going. You have control over the speed. You have control over the directions you're going to go. If you want to head in a different direction, right? If there's traffic on a certain street, you're able to navigate past that. They use your phone and actually get to different places on your own. And I like this because when I drive my own car, I feel like I have the independence to do. And I find that even with a lot of my friends, like even a few years ago, or even friends now, that they don't have a license, right? And they have to rely on a bus or they have to rely on Uber in order to get places. One, it becomes very expensive to do so because you're always using Uber or some sort of third-party app. Or the other thing is that it takes a lot longer. It takes a lot longer to get from one place to another because either the chauffeur is driving slowly or let's say you're taking public transport. Obviously, you have to take these routes that everyone else is going down. And I think you want to be different. I think you want to be different in a way where you have autonomy over the things that you do. And just relating this back to chronic pain is that there are many different types of manual therapy. I think it's likely the most common treatment out there is different forms of manual therapy out there, right? There's massage, there's acupuncture, there's chiropractors, rolfing, there's myofascial release, there's professional stretchers. There's just a number of things. There's shockwave therapy, heat therapy, stone therapy. The list goes on and on, right? And in no way am I saying that in any of these are bad, but I will say that manual therapy potentially in isolation is really not helping you 
to either overcome your disability, to improve your function by any means. And I'm going to back this by highlighting three studies and give you my honest interpretation of each of these studies. Okay, so like I said, my, my theory and my hypothesis and what continues to be true for all my clients in the Pain Free Academy who have helped well over 500 people now is that the active approach is the absolute best approach. So let's check out this systematic review by Miller et al. 2010, looking at manual therapy and exercise for chronic neck pain, which is essentially it's a combination of passive and active treatments. Okay, so basically you're combining manual therapy with some form of exercise, which is not specific, but the exercise that I like to generally promote are a mixture of like mobility, especially if it's chronic neck pain is at least mobilizing the neck, shoulders and upper back, plus strengthening the back as well as the neck. So moderate quality evidence supports that exercise plus manual therapy is more effective than manual therapy alone. Okay, so just think about that. Take this as like a math equation. I like math. So exercise plus manual therapy is more effective than manual therapy alone, which makes sense. It's like additive. Like you, you add things together. Usually when you add things together, it's usually better. But now take it from like a qualitative standpoint is that manual therapy alone, it usually can help in the short term, but combined with exercise, it's basically you're shutting the door on that pain. Okay. So I find that when a lot of my clients come to me and they're like, Jay, I've been doing manual therapy for a long time and doing, I'm doing it weekly. It's starting to add up. It's starting to become a lot of money. Again, it's passive. So again, you don't really have a lot of control over it. But when you combine it with exercise, as in the manual therapy is actually somebody that says to you like, hey, I know I'm doing manual therapy, but I don't want to do this forever. I want you to continue to stay active, do these stretches, X, Y, Z. If they're at least giving you some form of exercise to do, then I like those forms of manual therapy because they're trying to empower you to not just rely on the treatment itself. Okay. But like I said, if it's a manual therapist, it's just manual therapy alone. And they're saying to you, you need to come back weekly. You need to come back every single month for the rest of your life. That I don't agree with. And I've said that time and time again in a lot of my other podcasts and a lot of my social media is that just relying on the manual therapy alone there's no high quality evidence for that. In fact, most of the time is that it either potentially causes long-term detriment because you're somewhat reliant on the treatment or your function never improves, okay? And I'm gonna dive into some of that in a little bit with some of the other studies I wanna present to you. But in a nutshell, what this is saying is manual therapy is not bad at all in itself, but especially when combined with exercise to target the appropriate area. So if you have low back pain, do exercise to improve low back endurance or do exercises to improve your hip endurance, strengthen your core. There's many things that you can do, but exercise still reigns superior for those with any sort of chronic pain. All right. So another article by Bernal Utria, 2020 titled manual therapy versus therapeutic exercise in nonspecific chronic neck pain. And what the reports show is that manual therapy can achieve a faster reduction in pain perception than exercise, but exercise reduces disability faster than manual therapy. So I've basically taken this entire study and I'm basically giving you the goods. This is like the absolute conclusion. Okay, so I'm gonna read this again. Manual therapy can achieve a faster reduction in pain perception than exercise, but exercise reduces disability faster than manual therapy. So analyzing this study further, what this is saying is 
if you need manual therapy to open a window of opportunity for you to move better, to feel better, because your pain levels are extremely high and you have a huge flare-up, the research supports that. And research supports that in other studies with like acute low back pain. So let's say you just strained your lower back. Is that for those that strain their lower back is that manual manipulation of the lower back can actually improve symptoms very quickly, especially if the pain is not radiating past like the knee is that if you get some sort of low back manipulation through a chiropractor or physical therapist, that can help dramatically with getting you over the hump versus staying in pain. However, you can still be disabled long-term if not employing exercises to improve endurance, strength, and capacity of those muscles needed to function again. Okay. So acute pain, if you have very acute pain and you need something to get you over the hump, it's better to seek out manual therapy than it is to seek out potentially medication from your cabinet. Okay. Manual therapy has that indication. However, long-term is that it may not improve. It may not improve your abilities in any ways. It may not improve your function anyway. What this research shows is that exercise is the one thing that reduces disability faster than manual therapy. Intuitively, just think about it this way. Manual therapy, again, you're, you're just a recipient. It's like, it, again, it's the chauffeur analogy. Somebody is getting you from A to B faster, right? So it's like, you're taking the bullet train from A to B and you're like, wow, my pain is better, okay? Exercise, however, you can exercise potentially your pain away. And I've taught many of my clients that, but exercise can take longer. One, also exercise takes more effort, okay? Exercise takes more effort. So you actually have to get down to the floor. You have to pick up some weights or do some form of exercise. But what you do know is that exercise is actually challenging you. It's actually challenging your mindset. It's challenging your muscles, your tissues, your ligaments. So when it's challenging those tissues, it's making those tissues stronger. And when those tissues are stronger, it's preventing injury. It's allowing that area to prevent an injury again, because if you strengthen that area, your body is generally more capable of doing certain tasks around the home, certain sports tasks, picking up your kids, et cetera, et cetera. And that is why manual therapy alone does nothing for really your ability, right? It may, window, it may open up a window of opportunity to improve range of motion, but in the long term, it's really not doing anything for preventing disability anyway. And nobody wants to go into their twilight years being disabled, right? So that's why people do need to consistently exercise. Hence why, again, my approach is the active approach is superior to any manual therapy out there. Okay. Exercise is the absolute number one thing to improve all these things. And therefore it is the long-term solution to decreases your chances of disability. And this is not just, don't think of it as like disability, 65, 70 years of age, and I'm disabled, right? So think about a lot of times people don't exercise at all. They just rely on manual therapy. And I've seen many people at the age of 30, 40, and even 50 go into disability at a very early age. They lose their job, right? They're relying on like some you know, they're, they're relying on some sort of low income. That's not, a, that's not a good quality of life. And that ends up being where you feel more depressed because you're anxious about your finances. You're not able to take care of your kids because your body is more decrepit. It's weaker, right? So again, that's why I'm saying that if you were to choose one or the other, exercise has to reign superior over manual therapy. You can combine the both, right? And especially if you have high levels of pain, get manual therapy, but make sure that exercise is the one thing that kind of backs that, right? You have to do exercise immediately after 
in order to reap the longer term benefits. Okay. So lastly, one randomized control trial really hits the nail on the coffin and I actually have one bonus article for you, which is one of my favorite ones. But this one was done by Rodriguez Sands et al. in 2020. And this last study, this is a systematic review uh, titled Manual Therapy, Exercise Therapy, or Combined Treatments in the Management of Adult Neck Pain. And the point of this review was to assess whether or not combined treatment of manual therapy and exercise therapy is more effective than exercise therapy alone in relieving pain and improving function in adults with neck pain. So if you remember the previous systematic review, it was combining exercise plus manual therapy. And what they found was that exercise, sorry, they're comparing exercise plus manual therapy and seeing if that's any different from manual therapy. And the research does back that exercise plus manual therapy is better than manual therapy alone. This one is showing that this is comparing exercise plus manual therapy compared to exercise alone. So slightly different. We're just replacing manual therapy with exercise. And guess what the conclusion is? Pause this if you need to, just think about it. So the conclusion was that combined treatment consisting of manual therapy and exercise therapy was not more effective in reducing neck pain intensity at rest, neck disability index scores, or quality of life than exercise alone. So what does this mean? Adding in manual therapy long-term isn't effective. Take this as a math equation, right? If exercise is a value of one and manual therapy, what they're saying here is that manual therapy is basically null and void. Manual therapy is just a zero. So it's one plus zero equals one, okay? Exercise one plus manual therapy zero equals exercise, right? Exercise plus manual therapy long-term, exercise alone does the trick, okay? So you could be saving a lot of cost. You don't have to necessarily go to manual therapy because if you're just exercising in the long-term is that exercise will improve your function. It can stray pain away. And again, this is looking at long-term. So again, just going back to the research because I need to hit on these points multiple times. If you have very acute low back pain, if you have very acute neck pain, if you have very acute something, Okay, you can apply manual therapy, get the work done and let that open a window of opportunity for you to move better. But what this research is showing is that manual therapy long-term does nothing. Exercise alone does it, okay? So exercise plus manual therapy has no long-term carryover to relieve neck pain intensity and decrease disability, but it's not any more effective than exercise therapy at all. So if you're exercising in the long-term, just keep exercising. The hope is if you keep exercising, you can prevent injuries, you can keep the pain away. If you're getting manual therapy plus you're exercising, consider just exercising and it's likely just as effective. But let's take exercise out of the equation. If you're skipping exercise and just strictly doing the manual therapy, that is likely going to lead to a poor outcome. You're not going to get any long-term relief. The pain probably will just come back and there is no long-term carryover to better function. And lastly, just this bonus article for you. Okay. This is not comparing any systematic reviews. This is just actually just comparing uh, active versus a passive approach. This is by Cosio et al. in 2018 titled the role of active versus passive approach. Sorry, the role of active versus passive treatment, complementary and integrative health approaches in pain management. So I'm not going to really explain myself. I'm just going to take some noteworthy statements from this article 
that speaks to why the way that I coach my clients with chronic pain requires essentially zero manual therapy, especially because my programs are remote and I'm just helping people from the comfort of their home. I teach people around the world. And so again, let's just compare with just these statements here. Statement number one, in pain management, active treatment should be the primary focus with passive interventions as an adjunct only, not the other way around. Statement number two, active interventions have the potential to not just change physical factors like pain, strength, and motor control, but also psychological factors like decreasing fear avoidance and depression while promoting self-efficacy. Self-efficacy, by definition, if you didn't know, it's just the innate belief in yourself that you have control over things or you have control over your own health and you have control over your own pain. And again, that's like getting your own driver's license. Statement number three, passive treatments should be discouraged as a primary focus because they have the potential of reinforced feelings of powerlessness in the patient and putting the onus of responsibility for pain management strictly in the hands of the provider. While passive treatments can help with immediate pain relief, active, treat active treatments keep the patients functional in the long term. So let me just wrap this up and my take on manual therapy versus exercise. Even if you're saying to yourself, like, I have the financial means, I have the time, I have the bandwidth to keep doing manual therapy every one to two weeks until your very last breath, you really have to ask yourself, in what way is this improving my function? Is this helping me to move better? Temporarily, yes. If somebody works on you and you're like, man, my neck feels better, I have better range of motion, that's great. Range of motion still isn't correlated with injury prevention. It's not correlated with decreasing your chances of having further pain down the road. Range of motion is just range of motion. You have to ask yourself though, is, it, is this manual therapy helping me to get stronger? Is it helping me to become more resilient? Is it helping me to prevent an injury to myself down the road? I'm not sure. I don't think so. So if manual therapy done at a certain frequency is paired with exercise that helps keep you healthier, then I think it, it can be valid for you to do both. Okay, just understand that the systematic review from the third study just shows that exercise plus manual therapy in the long term is that exercise alone is just as effective. So it's really up to you whether you use manual therapy as a means to just relax, just get out of the house, right? Just like your own me time, your own self-care time. I'm all about self-care. Self-care is not selfish, okay? But look at the two flips of the coin, okay? Manual therapy, if it is your me time, continue to do, just understand that it's your me time. You are spending money to go there. You are driving there to go there. And that's really up to you if you want to continue to do it. Okay. I find though, that instead of using going to manual therapy on a weekly basis or bi-weekly basis is that I find that I have the full independence in myself that if I know there's an injury, if I know that my ankle's starting to hurt or my knee's starting to hurt, I don't immediately need to jump to get a massage. I don't have to, because what I know is that I know a million techniques I can shoot a bunch of techniques and strategies and exercises that will probably relieve my pain faster than actually driving to go to a manual therapist. I kid you not. I have the confidence that if I flare up something, if I feel an injury coming on, if I feel like there, there was a pop or something happened and then there was a strain. Usually within that week, some usually within the first two days, my pain is 90% better. You know how? Because I teach that. I know the body in and out. There are a lot of exercises. There's a lot of different principles on 
isometrics for pain relief. There's banded mobilizations. There's strength training. There's stability workouts. There's just so many different types of exercise out there. Exercise has evolved, right? Don't go back to the Arnold days where things are just like, just unilateral planes. There are so many ways to challenge the body in which once you challenge the body, you immediately like retest how your body feels. Usually your pain levels are a lot less. You have better range of motion. You have better mobility. You have more confidence in yourself by instilling that exercise into yourself. So think about the driver's license analogy. Once you, if you do have pain, if your tire blows out, right? If, there, if your window cracks, is that you know how to fix it yourself. That's the great thing about this. You don't have to rely on somebody else to fix it for you. And that's why I say that the active approach is more superior than the manual approach all day, every day. So that's what I got for you guys today. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely hit that subscribe or follow up button. I do release new episodes every morning on Wednesdays. And I'd love if you can leave a rating in your podcast app like iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Those are great places where you can leave a five-star review and let people know that this is a podcast that's of value. And the more people that do subscribe and leave a five-star review, you'd be doing a great job for me in terms of spreading my message to other people. If there's any feedback about the content I'm putting out, good or bad, or you just want to me to riff off on certain topics that I haven't done yet, please send a quick text. I love to answer all my texts directly, 415-965-6580, or email me at jason at flexadrj.com. I reply to all my messages personally. And I'll leave you with these last words of advice. We only have one body, one life. Make every action you take be one that makes you a better version of you. Take care.